Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, January 15th. In Revelation 1.8, Yeshua says of himself, I am the Alpha and Omega, the Aleph and the Tav, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Did you know that if you read Genesis 1.1 in Hebrew, there is an Aleph Tav right smack dab in the middle of that verse? Truly, Yeshua, the Aleph Tav, is there in the beginning and the end. So, if you were reading your Bible in Hebrew, whenever you come across Aleph Tav, this is a direct reference to Yeshua. The acronym for Daily Audio Torah is D-A-T. In Hebrew, that is Dalit Aleph Tav. When you unpack that in the ancient Hebrew picture language, what it means is this, doorway to the Aleph Tav. The Daily Audio Torah is your doorway to the Aleph Tav, your doorway to Yeshua. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Ba'era, and it means, And I Appeared. Exodus 6, 2-13 And God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God Almighty. But I did not reveal my name, Yahovah, to them. And I reaffirmed my covenant with them. Under its terms, I promised to give them the land of Canaan where they were living as foreigners. You can be sure that I have heard the groans of the people of Israel who are now slaves to the Egyptians. And I am well aware of my covenant with them. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord, Yehovah. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. I will claim you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am Yehovah your God, who has freed you from your oppression in Egypt. I will bring you into the land I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you as your very own possession. I am Yehovah. So Moses told the people of Israel what the Lord had said, but they refused to listen any more. They had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go back to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, 
and tell him to let the people of Israel leave his country. But Lord, Moses objected, my own people won't listen to me anymore. How can I expect Pharaoh to listen? I'm such a clumsy speaker. But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them orders for the Israelites and for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord commanded Moses and Aaron to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. Matthew 10, 24 to 11, 6. Students are not greater than their master, and slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher, and slaves are to be like their master. And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, the members of my household will be called even worse names. But don't be afraid of those who threaten you, for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed, and all that is secret will be made known to you. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of me. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Anyone who receives you receives me, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. When Yeshua had finished giving these instructions to the twelve disciples, he went out to teach and preach in towns throughout the region. John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard all about the things the Messiah was doing. 
So he sent his disciples to ask Yeshua, Are you the Messiah we've been expecting, or should we keep looking for someone else? Yeshua told them, Go back to John and tell him what you have heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is being preached to the poor. And tell him, God blesses those who do not turn away because of me. Psalm 13, 1-6 O Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O Yahweh my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes, or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat, saying, We have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. Proverbs 3, 16-18 She, wisdom, offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Matthew chapters 10 and 11. And there are some couple of verses I want to zoom in on. And Yeshua said in his own words, Don't imagine, verse 34, that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. That's very, very revealing. It's a heads-up from him. And yet, somehow, it broadsides us and it surprises us because we think to ourselves, you know, well, this is my family member, this is my mom, this is my dad, this is my son, my daughter, they're supposed to love me. But it doesn't always work out like that. Yeshua goes on to say in verse 37, If you love your father or your mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or your daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. So how does this play out? How is it that this sword comes and brings division within families? I'll open up and share a little personal experience and share the practical example and then how we apply the principle of what Yeshua is speaking to us here from these verses. So recently, over the holidays, families, they like to get together. So I got together with some family members, with children and their spouses, and there was 
a conflict, a disagreement between the two married spouses. And I tried as much as I could to completely stay out of it and not get involved and stay in the other room and watch a movie while they have their arguments. And then I quietly slipped away the next morning um, to not get involved, not get in the middle. And so it, it was not a small thing. It was something that had been building for many, many, many years. A lot of issues, um, offenses, a record of wrongs over the years. And so it wasn't even about that particular matter. It was a whole bunch of things over the years that had accumulated. And so, of course, this married couple, they made up, kiss and made up. But then when I next saw my family member, I suddenly was to blame for the whole issue. And I was under a spirit of accusation, and I was to blame, and I was the cause, and I was the problem, and it did not feel good at all. And yet, Yeshua warns us, I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. So, I slunk away and prayed and was licking my wounds and crying out to the Lord and saying, Lord, this is so unfair. I'm being falsely accused. I'm being blamed. I didn't cause this. This is an issue between the two of them. Why do I have to get this beating? Why do I get this accusation hung around my neck? And he ministered to my heart, and he basically told me by the Holy Spirit, Laura, you just need to walk away. You just need to walk away. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing and walk away. Commit them into my hands. And as much as I would love to see this married couple um, come into the fullness of the kingdom and come into true, genuine salvation in Christ and get discipled and grow in the kingdom, uh, until a person is ready to make that decision and that commitment, there's not, not a lot you can do. You can plant a seed, and then you can pray in your closet. And that's what I had to do. Was I, I planted a seed, and then I just have to walk away and pray in my closet. And so, this is kind of how it is. And I'm sure that there are many listening that if you did gather over the holidays during Hanukkah, during Christmas, and you saw family members, uh, stuff comes up. We live in a world of broken, hurting people, and broken people hurt each other. So Yeshua reminds us in verse 37, if you love your father or mother more than me, you're not worthy of me. If you love your son or daughter more than me, you're not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you're not worthy of being mine. I think of a good friend of mine who has grown children and grandchildren here in the United States, and she 
has lived in Israel, in Jerusalem, for almost 30 years. She and her husband, they have a wonderful ministry there. And I think about the cost and the sacrifice that she has made to be so far away from her family. But she's walking out the calling upon her life. She's following the call and being obedient to the call and being that light and that salt in the land of Israel from Jerusalem. And she's made a great, great sacrifice to do that. She loves Yeshua the most. So what is he calling you and I to? There may come a day when he calls us to do something, and it means we put the children or the parents uh, behind us, and we have to keep our eyes on Yeshua. If we don't, if we let that spouse or those parents or those children uh, be equal to or above our love for Jesus, for Yeshua, that is an idol of the heart. It's very difficult, very painful, but we must put our loved ones, all of them, on the altar, even as Abraham put Isaac on the altar and say, Lord, I love these loved ones, but I love you most. I love you the most. You are preeminent. You are number one in my life. And so we must commit our loved ones, spouses, children, parents, family members. We must commit them into the hands of the Lord. Love them well. But when he says, walk away, we walk away and commit them into the hands of the Lord. There's a battle raging for men's souls. And time is short. And now more than ever, we must share the gospel, the good news of getting set free, coming out of darkness, coming into his glorious light, and allowing Yeshua to be the Lord of our lives, coming to the cross, repenting of our sin, and It is no longer I who live, but now Yeshua, Jesus, who lives his life in and through me. We must share that good news with all that we can. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Vish Mareka Yaya Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Isa Adonai
Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.